Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 256 with Scott Ferguson. Scott, how are you, my man? What's going on, brother? How's it going over there? Oh, good, good. Now, it's uh, afternoon for me, morning for you. Uh, for listeners out there, mate, I could reel off your resume, everything you've done, podcast, everything, but just want to, before we get stuck in, do you want to just paint the picture for listeners um, a little bit about yourself, mate, your elevator pitch? Who are you? Ah, I'm, that's that's a that's a lot to unpack, my man, but no, I'm kidding, Dale. No, it's, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I, I'm a, a lifestyle optimization artist, man. I deal with a lot of uh, uh, coaching clients, uh, help them with their stock and, and get them to break through. I've been a real estate broker uh, for 23 years. I deal with a lot of high end here in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, you know, luxury living. Uh, our ex-president Donald Trump is, is Mayor Lago areas around here. And that's where I really practice that. Uh, but really just helping people level up and we don't want to have anyone at time to shine today to feel like they have no one. Uh, so I interview like yourself, I'm about 300 interviews in, um, and I, uh, interview people to help people level up. And I really worked a, a past business their way, the people that I interview as well. Uh, my story kind of is I, I, I was born in 72. So I just turned 50. I was born in the Philippine islands. Um, I was born a, a bastard child because my father was an American GI in Vietnam. Uh, he was, I was told he got killed. And uh, at that time, bastard children were not accepted. Males were not accepted in the Philippines because, you know, I'm six one, I'm about 260. I'm pretty well put together. And they didn't want to have that many male babies that grown into men like me and actually taken over their country physically. That was their thoughts at the time. So I was uh, making a short story here. I was basically smuggled out of the Philippines. Uh, by another family who ended up not being able to raise me, ended up in an orphanage, um, kind of got picked up, uh, adopted by an American couple. I called my mother and father. Uh, they were both, uh, and they don't mind me saying this, they're alcoholics at the time, and really couldn't raise me the way I needed to be raised. So they kind of passed me from fam family to family, and, and I just lived kind of an abandoned lifestyle in a sense, and which really hit hard at my roots. Uh, joined the military, did six deployments uh, during the uh, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, uh, freedom fighting and stuff like that back in the early 1990s and uh, found a home in the military with regards to people and realized what family is and then kind of fast forwarded into got out of the military used that discipline I learned to really start growing businesses um, and did it from a, a very selfish uh, the name of my company was Vulture Capital I'd pray on other people's <laughs> misfortunes at the time uh, but then you know my you know I'm a Christian guy you know my God was like dude we're going to humble you and he did. And I lived homeless a little bit with a Rhodesian Ridgeback, kind of house squatting, if you will, living in my car as well. And just I uh, was handed a book called The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. Uh, it's about a dude that uh, loses, uh, he loses his job. His daughter's sick. He figures, hey, if I run my car into a tree and, and die, that my daughter will get the uh, insurance money to help out with the medical stuff. Instead, he wakes up in 1945 with Give Him Hell, Harry Truman our president at the time, the day before he dropped the bomb on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and talked about responsibility. And then he went another time and met King Solomon about wisdom and Frank about uh, being happy even the worst of times. And then from that point forward, that was 09, I started really going from a place of service. 
um, and give and give and give until I hurt so good, man. So that's that's what we do here at Time to Shine today. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Scott, mate, sorry, I'm, I'm spinning a bit here. Uh, that is, it's a fascinating story. And firstly, congratulations for uh, where you've come from to where you are now. Do you, before we get into any of that, do you Never. just take time to sit back and, you know, be really proud of the achievements mm. that you've been able to achieve? Because let's be honest, the yeah. cards weren't played in your favour to start with. Yeah, and, and, and basically it, it was that's a great question. I'm very grateful, man. I eat a, what's called a gratitude sandwich every day. I, I journal every day. And you know, the, the way the sandwich works is I say, you know, you know what my intention is for the day. I set it, you know, and then which my intention today was to, to rock the energetic podcast with you. It's one of the things. And then the next line is, is what I'm worried about for the day. And I put it in writing. Right. And then I list 14 things I'm grateful for. And then that 14. makes a sandwich. Yeah. So you have a, uh, you know, the first line is what your intentions are. The middle line is what you're worried about. And the 14 things that you're grateful for. And that just squeezes out the worry, man. So to, to answer your question, man, I sit back a lot. I make sure I take a daily sabbatical every day for at least 15 minutes and, and just realize that I am where I am because of what I did and what I went through. And I wouldn't change a thing. And, and it really starts with responsibility. And responsibility to me, Dale, is it's rooted in the word. It's the ability to respond. You know, so really I live by, you know, I humbly, uh, I stay humble, I stay curious, uh, but I also really seek to understand before I respond and not react, which for me, I'm a recovered narcissist. <laughs> so it, it, it still takes practice on a daily basis, man. I'm not afraid to, to say that, you know. It's uh, really funny just listening to that. I did a TED talk about three years ago called Narcissistic Tonight. Um, so go. it seems like it seems like we've got a little bit of yeah. uh a common theme there. And I, I really, yeah. I've never heard of the, the gratitude sandwich, but I think that's fascinating yeah. because there's so many practices out there, Scott, but it doesn't really matter which one you use, whatever works for you and changes your mindset. So you're focusing yeah. on the positive instead of the negative or the things you do have instead of the things you don't have. So yeah. with that, like when do you smash that gratitude sandwich, mate? Is that first thing in the morning or, or do you yeah, take dude. time to the day? No, I, I do it first thing in the morning with, uh, you know, I'll, I believe in you, you get up, you get moving and you get lit. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, being 50 years old, it's like I, I wake up and, I, and I've been in combat sports my whole life. And so my body is a little bit wrecked. Um, but I, I wake up every day kind of with my check engine light coming on. So it's like, you know, a, a gentleman that's 62 now, but like about five years ago, and he was late 50s, I was late 40s or mid 40s. You know, he, he just said that you have to wake up every day and chase energy. And, and I'm like, ah, you don't chase anything. He's like, brother, you see a coyote and that coyote sees a rabbit. It's chasing that rabbit. But if he does it with the right strategy, he gets to eat that day. Right. So, you know, I, I wake up and, and I get moving. So I'm really big. Even when I speak on stage, I have a rebounder on stage, you know, a trampoline. And, you know, I talk the first two minutes, I'm on that trampoline. I'm, I'm bouncing up and down and, and I'm talking about, you know, uh, like the benefits of rebounding. And it's like, cause you know, your blood pumps, you know, in the morning it, or throughout your life, but it pumps in it, it while you're sleeping, it recovers your blood, but your lymph system where all that cancer and everything's stored is stuck in your lymph system. So when you're off the rebounder, whether you're an inch or a foot, you're at zero gravity, you hit that rebounder, you have four times the gravity. So it starts flushing out your system. First thing I do is, you know, I brush my teeth, I get on the rebounder and then I uh, get hydrated. 
you know, and I, and I start that with a pH balance with a little bit of uh, apple cider vinegar, pink Himalayan sea salt, lemon juice, slam that. And then, you know, I, I take my, my pit bull for a walk, you know, and, and get lit, get out in the Florida sunshine. Right. And then the next thing I do is journal and it's, and it just pours out of me because during the time you get moving, you get hydrated, you get lit, it starts settling your body and your mind down. So I can sit down. That's the hardest part is people like shit or oh, sorry. They're like, oh, man. It's like, okay. They're like, <laughs> They're like, man, I got to actually sit down and do this. But if you're moving and you're going and that blood's pumping, the lymph system's cleaned out, I can journal for days, bro. So it's just yeah. about the process. And my clients, I required of them to get moving, get hydrated, get lit every morning, and then show me their gratitude journal for the first month. You know, yeah. so it's a, it, it's a five days a week, Monday to Friday. And I, I give them Saturdays and Sundays off. And it's just kind of like a workout, man, you know, and take care of you. I know you take care of yourself. I've seen you on film and stuff like that. You take care of yourself and your energy is contagious. So it's like, I, I, I can't wait till next week, by the way, squatty <laughs> comes on my show. And, uh, and I can't hear about your morning routine as well, brother. And see what you get going. I, I look forward to sharing that. And uh, yeah. that's something I want to do. I, I think just listening to that, if people are, you know, people are listening to this and um, I've spoken fondly about this for, for a long time. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, win the morning, win the day. It's so cliche, yeah. but it is so true. Um, yeah. And everybody's different. So if you could take a little bit from, you know, what Scott said there, maybe implement mm. yourself. But if you haven't found what works for you out there, don't give up. There is something. You've got to keep going. Thank Everybody you. is different. We're all unique individuals. Um, so don't give up. Now, that's brilliant. People are taking away that. One thing I want to know personally, so you're saying you're a recovering narcissist, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people out there actually owning it is something else to be, I suppose, proud of and doing something about it. But how do you go from being a narcissist to give until it hurts? Like using kindness, not only for yourself or other people, but what was yeah. the process? Like, how did that just happen? Because that's not something you click your fingers, Scott, and go, oh, I was a narcissist, Dory. Now I'm going to be, you know, time to shine, get yeah. lit, help people. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you're right. A hundred percent. It's a daily grind for me, you know, and unfortunately the narcissism surfaces around loved ones more than anything. Uh, you know, so my, my lady, Susan, who I am so lucky to have, you know, she sees it every once in a while. She never calls me out, but it should just give me that look. And it's, almost like a puppy dog. You just, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, so you get it, but it's a process. And it was, you know, it was about me and because of my abandonment issues and stuff, I was like, ain't nobody going to fuck me over ever again. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show up at family reunions and $150,000 ride. And I got this, I'm going to make my first million. I did all of it, man, you know? And but it was my identity was never to keep any of that stuff that I earned. And I just had to really realize that if your identity is not set up, then you're not going to keep anything. So my identity at the time was, you know, an idea of uh, identity of lack, which, which led to selfish and, and not selfish in a, a good way, because selfish can be good in a good way. Right. But it was selfish in a bad way where it was like I was looking out for myself to get over on other people. And I would look for angles and be very competitive instead of collaborative. So that's that. It, it's a daily grind for me. It's not near as bad as it was before. And, I, and at that time, just like an alcoholic or, a, or a, a drug addict, they don't know that they have the problem. I had to get called out by people that I really immensely respect and that, that love me in a genuine way to be like, listen, man, you, you are a narcissist and you need to, you're a passive aggressive asshole and you really need to work on that. If you're ever going to move forward, they're not, they're saying, don't take away from your aggressiveness with regards to 
business and, and negotiations and stuff like that, but it's, you know, how you treat people, even within those times, the narcissism would surface and it's something that, you know, I really had to work on. I continue to do this day, Dale, every yeah. day. I'm, I'm sure you do from just listening to, you know, it sounds like you've always had to prove yourself. You've always had a point to prove, you know, though, because you've never been given anything. Everything you've worked for has been so hard. So to then use that drive, energy, and passion, that it's such a fine line from yeah. being a positive into a negative, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it, right. so is that... Uh, it's, it is, I, I feel this too. And I feel the more you work on it and if people are listening, it is something you can change. I don't think it'll ever leave, but um, how hard has it been to not just, you know, think everything's a competition or you've got to beat everyone because that's what you've essentially had to do for, I don't know, you're 50 now, but for yeah. now many years, that, that was every single day when you woke up, wasn't it? It, it was, it was hundred percent. But I, I just realized that, you know, I was mentored by people that really cared about me, you know, it just kind of really surfaced. And, and you know, I, I really believe that the more you mentor, the more immortal you become. And it's like, I want to be remembered, man. I want to plant trees that I'll never sit in the shade of, you know, and there's no way you can do that from a selfish ambition, a, a bad selfish ambition, you know, because there's good selfish too, where you do stuff for yourself so you can help others level up. You know, I was doing stuff for myself to get over on people. And the, there's no way that I can plant those trees with that behavior that I was having before and being able to surround myself with the, the tribe, the squad uh, to really keep me in check. It was, you know, um, you know, I believe that inch by inch, it's a cinch, right? You know, by the heart yard, it's hard. So I, I really just kind of, you know, did it inch by inch. I do that in anything that I do now. So it's going to take a while and it's still taking a while, but I'm enjoying the journey a hell of a lot more than I was before, brother. 100%. Yeah, 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 so true. And, and I think that is a, a really big point as well, mate, that it is small steps, like things don't yeah. happen. If you've got a goal and you just think you're going to achieve it straight up, it doesn't matter what aspect of your life that is, Scott. <laughs> that, is, that is BS, mate, because it's not going to happen, yeah. is it? Like it is those small steps no. to get us there. Yeah, it, it, it's not going to. And you're going to, uh, run into times where you don't want to do certain things, but you know, if you, you just kind of set it up, your mind is a, is, is a fictitious life or death situation in a sense, you know, and have fun with it and make it a game because games are attractive. You know, people want, and your brain wants to work like that. You know, it wants to solve problems and stuff. So it's like, you have to look at it like a game. So I just made it into my own little game. And it seems to be working out because I'll tell you what the, since I've really went this route of being more of a go-giver um, instead of taking, I'm, I'm able to the people that I'm attracting in my life, including you, you know, they just, they, it's starting to happen for the past 12 years, 13 years versus before I had to force it and kick down doors and stuff like that. Not to say there aren't times that you have to do that, Dale, but you know, not every day. Can't live yeah. like that. No, nah, it's, 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 it's a constant battle and you're fighting yeah. each day, getting up and you're going to the trenches and you'd essentially right. done your service. You don't need to be doing that your whole life, I suppose. So right. one thing, Scott, I loved, and you mentioned The Go-Giver, um, uh, one of my favorite books of all time is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and David Mann. So um, the thing that, and I think this book for me- Hold on really, a second. Bob sorry, is man. walking his dog right outside my window. No, he's not. <laughs> he's walking- that, Hold on. I'm going to take a picture of it and then I'll send it to you after. <laughs> yeah, he's my oh, that's, 
<laughs> that's uh it's it's a little bit creepy in a way scott but it's also <laughs> that is freaking weird dude that is that is crazy yeah he's my neighbor here <laughs> so but that's, uh, a- that's where i got obviously got the go-giver part from him uh is from bob it's one of my top three favorite books of all time yeah. with the travelers get the go-giver and then tuesdays with maury uh, uh but also you know obviously thinking grow rich and stuff like that too but but yeah, the he's good. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I just totally regarded your question, man. No, no, no. Don't get, don't, that I is had, nuts. <laughs> I had Bob on my show uh, a couple of years ago. Um, okay. And the, the thing, and I, I had him on because I wanted to thank him, that um, I think mm. in that book, it really hit home with me that when he said 50-50 is a losing proposition, like I would always go out for dinner or I'd do something, I'd always pay but then next time I'd, I'd be with that person, the whole time I was thinking, oh, they better pay, it's their turn. Um, and that mm. book, it's so simple. The story tells about Joe and yeah. um, really hit home. So that is ironic. It's amazing. His ears are probably bleeding because he's walking past Scott. But um, yeah, for people out there, it's such a simple book and it's such a powerful message, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's amazing. And, you know, the, there's so much that he unpacks in his book from the law of value and, and, and compensation and reciprocation and you know his what does he call him the stratospheric you yeah. know effect and stuff like that and yeah bob is he's a good dude um you know and i'm blessed to you know have him in the area you know he's great to lean on with regards to the book that you know i'm trying to put together i'm putting together my own parable and stuff like that but um yeah it's it, the book is is a game changer for anyone that hasn't read it i mean they, yeah. they really should you know so and uh, yeah, yeah, and with that, like if you it's only I think Ian read it in about an hour and a half, two hours. Even I'm not a very quick reader. Oh, so it like right. if someone's saying that they, they don't have time, that's like it, everyone's got time, Scott. So mate, you were speaking about mentors before. And if you're mm-hmm. stopping a podcast taking pictures of one of uh, one of the best authors I reckon I've ever come across, sure. Who are some of these other mentors or people that you have in your life, mate, that have really helped you turn around? Probably you weren't on a, on a negative path, but you probably had to change that mindset from you know sure. your, your past to where you are now. You know when I when I was launching my my I wasn't launching anything. I got out of the military and I and I got into personal training and I was personal training people really early in the morning and then um, I would bounce at a, a bar at night or bartend. Uh, and so like I would get off at two in the morning and then start personal training people at five and they would be like, Oh, so what do you think? I'm like, you know, I get off of my shift at the bar and, you know, I see these commercials for no money down real estate and they're all like, that's just junk that that doesn't work. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's like, find me property. This guy, Gary Shapiro, he's like, find me property. And we'll look at, and well, we start buying property together. Uh, It was kind of funny. If you ever seen wall street where, you know, Charlie Sheen walks in, he hands him a, a company and he's like, dude, that's a dog with fleas. And that's what I would do. I'd hand him property and he'd be like, no, that's Jack, that's dunk. And finally I handed him one that works. And, but not only did he help out with that, but he really sold me on life lessons. He's Jewish, you know, and he taught me about not saying if you're not a Jewish, you don't know money, but they do know money. And it's a certain mindset that they have. And he taught me and he passed it down to me. And everybody that I meet, I pass it down to them. He's the one who would tell me, watch your money because the market's going to change. The market's going to change. And I didn't. And I lost everything. You know, when you start making money, the theory of relativity happens where you start making money, everyone's your relative, right? And they come with their hand out. You know, like you said, when you're having to pay for those dinners and stuff. But like Gary really mentored me 
Uh, there's another gentleman, uh, Sam Mizoraka. He's a kind of a mobile home park king where he owns mobile home parks, not just the mobile homes, but the parks. And he let me work for him for a year just to really learn management and discipline. And he was a little dude, uh, like a huge Napoleon complex. And he allows me to say that. Uh, but, you know, he, he really taught me to, you know, check my ego and stay disciplined even more than I was in the military and more attention to detail to numbers and stuff like that. Uh, and then the rest of my mentors really are in, in the books I read, you know, and I mean, you're, you're, you're a mentor to me in a sense, because I'm, I pick up stuff from the energetic podcasts that I've listened to before, you know, in, in books, I read podcasts, I listen to, you know, I give myself what I call mind porn, 30 minutes to 45 minutes of mind porn every night, whether I throw on an episode of law and order or just something <laughs> that my mind doesn't have to think, but the rest of the time I want it engaged in thinking. And again, I'm not old. But when you hit about 45 years old, maybe even a little younger, their cognitives, you can tell if you're really tuned into your body that it's not as fast or else these elite athletes could be able to play into way into their 50s and 60s. Right. So yeah. things are just so if you're, you're doing this, you've got to continuously work those muscles, whether they're mental. And I love to flex my hustle muscle every day. And the only way I can do that is, you know, through the things I was taught by my mentors. Right. And then the biggest thing, like you said, is try to become one of those giants that people climb on your shoulders to, to succeed. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I I'm told I'm there now because I do mentor a lot, but I don't feel it. And I'm glad I don't feel it because, again, those narcissistic feelings might <laughs> surface with that. So I get, you know, I, I stay humbly curious with that. So hopefully I answer the question with a couple of mentors and no, in no, the no. books I read the podcast, man. Uh, I think you answered it fantastically. And, and I think Thanks. that thing that, you know, it really comes back to, you know, planting trees that you're not going to sit under. And essentially, if you're a narcissist, you wouldn't even think like that because you'd want to be picking the fruit from those trees and then you'd want to be cutting them okay. down and, and selling, yep. selling the wood. You know what I mean? so, so I think I think that's a really right. good analogy there, Maiden. Um, there is no better place to learn than a podcast or a book. If somebody's written a book, and I, I wrote one a couple of years ago, you said you're writing one that, you don't put anything in there that isn't your best work. That's your ultimate right. stuff. So if you if you don't right. want to read, listen to Audible, do something like that, but also a podcast. Like you're coming on here, you're sharing wisdom bombs. They are dropping hot. Um, I'll do the same next week on your podcast. It, it's mm -hmm. really taken off, isn't it? For you personally with your business, what has your podcast brought to everything you do? Oh, my gosh. Where um, to start? You know, Is that I, another no, too big dude, a question? Dude, right? You know, <laughs> Sorry, it, it, the podcast has taken on a life. So back in 09, 10, I started building a list through affiliate marketing. So, but I stay intimate with my list, you know, very close. They hear from me pretty much every day. I'm not selling them stuff. I'm dropping knowledge nuggets on them that, you know, help them level up. And eventually like I'm blessed enough to be able to look at the Atlantic ocean right now, but also I have a whole room full of swag that companies send me because of the size of my list for free. And I'm able to provide awesome, uh, stuff that helps you level up your health, wealth, and mindset, right? And, and I'm able to get that stuff to them at, at great prices. So the list started with nobody, and now it's over 150,000 plus subscribers, and I get a 32% wow. open in everything that I send. So to go back to the podcast, the podcast was set up pre-COVID. It's actually December of 19. And I just said, you know, I'm going to be, I want to interview people like Dale Seibot. <laughs> I, I want to meet these people. I'll find a way to meet them, right? I'll find a way. So I did that. 
And I, I had help from people like Bob Berg and Randy Gage and stuff like that, that were like, all right, you need to talk to this person, this time, and then live on LinkedIn. And so I did that. And that was December of 19. And because of the size of my list that had grown, I was getting like five, six, 10,000 downloads per episode, just organically like that. And then COVID hits, it would just put it on steroids, you know, with regards to, I was able, easily able to meet you know, virtually Gary Vaynerchuk or Grant Cardone, or just to be like, oh, here, here you go. You know, it was, it was easy. And then you get those, you know, those certain names on there that start blowing up your numbers and blowing up your numbers, which now we're at time to shine today. We want to be what's called in, in the States. We have this uh, website called Angie's List, right? And it's kind of a go-to for all your home improvement needs. Well, time to shine today will be the Angie's List of coaching, consulting, and therapy within the next 60 months or five years. And so we're putting together podcast interviews, which you'll find out next week. And I'm super stoked that my podcasts are built around what you do. And then the personality, I'm going to ask you some questions, make you think. So we run a lot of marketing for coaching uh, to come in and be able to put those people we've marketed to with the correct coach. And then we take a, like a, a commission and stuff like that. But like you, you're, you're so I'm so blessed. I'm coming out here for free. You're not trying to sell me anything. You're just grabbing great content, putting out there. That's what we do. That I'm thinking, listen, man, this podcast is something I'm blessed with, like 1.1 million downloads. And it's just kind of like, okay, let, let, let's see what we can maybe be reciprocated from. And it, Bob's fifth, you know, uh, rules of stratospheric success is open to reciprocation, right? Mm, and so that's good. where you build it and you build it and you build it, but you have to be open to it, you know? And I'm not just saying you're open to it for monetary. I mean, like you reached out to me on, pod, on Podmatch, right? And I yep. was like, Dude, and, and thank God for Alex Sanfilippo, the inventor of Podmatch. He lives just north of me, and we get to collaborate, and the guy just put together a fantastic platform. But I got to meet people through my podcast, Dale, that I, I might not, maybe if the universe was aligned, you know, we would, but this made it so much easier. It took that learning curve out of having to go out and grind and, and, and make phone calls. Because now for people that I want, as I level up my game, I'm having to make calls to PR reps and send emails now that COVID's lifted here, right? So it's not as easy <laughs> as sending an email and getting a response anymore. So, but it, it's it's so worth it, man. The podcast is so fun, you know, and, and, and the people that I get to meet and the knowledge nuggets that I get to pick up. And it made it easy to write one of my books because all I'm doing is taking each podcast interview and writing 300 words on what I think of it. And the name of the book that's coming out will be called Regurgitate. And basically right. I'm just regurgitating what I'm learning from Dale Sodbottom or whoever I have um, interviewed, right? So and everybody regurgitates, like Tony Robbins, you know, I, I'm blessed to be able to open up on stage for him every once in a while. And it's like, he, he regurgitates Jim Rohn, right? Jim Rohn regurgitated Earl Nightingale, back to Wallace Waddles, back to the Stoics. You know, that's all we're doing is regurgitating. But if you can move people with your energy and, and, and your enthusiasm, that's all that matters, man. That's what my podcast allows me to do. And, it's just fantastic. And now we're sponsored and, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm able to buy airtime for the people that I interview on a, a trustio radio, like AM FM. I'm able to put my show within that. I'm able to get airtime on XM radio for choice interviews to have them played on the inspiration channel on XM radio. So the, I, I know this is like a, a short story long, what I'm telling you, but it's, it, it's good. the podcast is everything. It's everything, dude. Yeah. It, it's fantastic, bro. It's, it's awesome. um. I'm just listening to that. And I think the big message there, if people are wanting to do anything, it really comes back to the reach you have. And like you said, I'm sure your podcast, 
you know, it would have gone crazy. But if you hadn't had those 150,000 people to organically build because they like what you do, you've built a relationship with, you're not selling. Mm -hmm. And it's not just so many people I find, you know, start a podcast. I'm like, who's going to listen? And they're saturating just their friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever like that. So, you know, you put in the work and you get rewarded, but then you release a quality product. And again, like I said, a podcast is the best thing because two people are talking back and forth, sharing everything. Um, who doesn't want to listen to that? So I think that's right. If anyone's going to take yeah. any advice, that, that's that's the best advice. Build at a list organically. Keep giving them. Don't sell. Don't sell. Every yeah. now you can sell. But um, yeah, I love that, mate. And I think, Scott, one of the things I've seen over COVID, so many people did start a podcast, but it's that consistency. They haven't continued doing it. And that's where it falls apart, doesn't it? You do. There's so many zombie podcasts out there. Zombie podcasts. It's crazy like because it. <laughs> there's not even a million podcasts. You know how many blogs? There's a billion blogs, right? Yep. There's not even a million podcasts that put out ten episodes a year. Isn't that really? crazy? Seriously, it's like you're at the you're at the 260 mark coming up. You know, and it's like the, you you and I are anomalies with it because yeah. we stay persistent, we stay consistent. And, it, and we're putting it out there because we're doing it from a point of passion. We enjoy this. This is love fun it. to us, you know, and I'm not saying the people that don't keep up are, are bad people at all. Just maybe their passion wasn't really there. And it was the old Scott that I would have started a podcast, just be like, okay, I haven't made anything. It's time to move on. You know, yeah. uh, that, that would have been me, but I was like, there's, there's something here. Plus again, I do it from such a selfish angle uh, in a good way to be able to meet people like yourself and, and other people that I can learn, dude, mm. and learn. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I love that. And I think this whole interview may have been nodding along, just like seems very similar. It's like uh, you're a 13 uh, <laughs> year older myself uh, that I've been listening to. And I love that, Scott. Now, for people yeah. that are listening, where can we find you, mate? The podcast, Time to Shine Today, um, mm-hmm. is that probably the best avenue and, and where you'd like people to go? I'm, I'm sure for the energy yeah. you've dropped today, they're like, bang, they're already probably listening. They're probably cut <laughs> this off and they're on there. Uh, appreciate it if you are, Scott. I really am. Um, but, you know, like timetoshinetoday.com slash podcast is really the best where I like to drive people. I mean, I have a coaching platform for myself, but I'm blessed enough to where I don't work for my coaching business, meaning like I've did my inroads with that. So I get coaching clients on the daily. I'm not here to get anything. I'm here to really give great content. So please go to time to shine today.com slash podcast or on any of the major podcast directories time to shine today. And make sure you put the today at the end of it because the other guys that has like, I don't know, 10 episodes and it's time to shine podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm messing with you, Ricky, man. I love you, dude. Uh, he's the the starter of the uh, time to shine podcast and stuff like that so I mean he was instrumental in helping me really level up on a couple things with getting my show started because we he kind of laughed he's like I'm like yeah but today's at the end so that means like right now (laughs) you know staying in the (laughs) present (laughs) the present made us a gift as they say don't worry about that Scott now Uh, listeners if you are listening to this episode 256 I'll have links to uh, Scott's podcast go and check that out Um, and really excited uh, to obviously be on yours next week mate and um, yeah I, I think from you know, listening to your story, people can take away so many different things that uh, for me personally, do you know what I mean? You could have just said, yeah, I've been dealt a pretty rough hand, um, you know, 
but you didn't. You went on, you pushed hard, you found a way to get through. And that was, you know, being so driven and fighting every day. And that led to being a narcissist. But then you realize that, you know what, that's not serving me as a person or the people I need to be. And now you've changed that and you're going and helping other people. So um, for me, just listening to that, mate, it, it gives me inspiration. I'm not saying I'm a narcissist Thanks, anymore, man. but um, yeah, keep showing <laughs> up and 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 your energy um, and what you're doing and helping people. Scott's brilliant. And um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for being on the show, mate. Yeah, you, I really appreciate it, man. I hope that it, by my story and whatnot helps and that people realize to make sure that whatever you're doing, do it for the intention and not the attention. And you will go into the stratospheric life that really what you envision for yourself. Oh, it could not finish any better than that. That's that's the mic drop, ladies and gentlemen. Thank <laughs> you so much for being on the show, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks, brother. I love your guts, dude. Appreciate it.